Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. If you are watching this on Morning Tea Live, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you are listening to this on the Feel It to Heal It podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we are talking about radical acceptance. So as you guys know, I don't usually have a topic planned and I just kind of trust whatever is meant to come through will come through. But I just had a beautiful session with a high-level one-on-one client And the theme that everything that we were talking about kept coming back to was acceptance. And I was reflecting to her how on my own journey, I would try and control everything. It it was like, it felt like everything was up to me to like make it happen. And the more that I have processed my pain, gotten my nervous system out of survival mode, the more that I realized like we are so fucking supported. So even if the universe does not give us what we want, it will always give us what we need. And if we use that perspective to look at how could this be happening for me, how could I lean into accepting that this is happening exactly as it's meant to happen? Now, we fight that belief because of pain. If what's happening is causing pain, it's really hard for us to believe that it could be happening on purpose or that the universe or God would want it to be happening because we associate pain as a bad thing. So we're like, how would this be happening for me if it's causing pain? Well, when you start to understand that pain is actually an incredibly important, essential, valuable part of the human experience, and you stop fighting it and you start accepting that it's here and that it's meant to be here, we actually have a whole new appreciation for it. So when I was in the session with my client and she was like feeling all this pain, but then she was like there, it feels like I'm almost like grateful for this pain because it's finally feeling safe to come out. And it's like, exactly. That's exactly it. When we have been conditioned to numb our pain, avoid our pain, repress our pain, and then we don't actually feel safe to feel our pain and be with our pain and accept our pain as a teacher as a way to deepen the human experience. Like if you are not feeling pain, then you are not feeling gratitude. If you are not feeling pain, you are not feeling joy. If you are not feeling fear and pain, you are not feeling faith and trust. And I messaged my mentor the other day. I was like, I have always thought that I was feeling faith and trust. And I think I was to a certain extent, but this most recent time when fear came up, I had this like, okay, I'll share it with you guys. I wasn't sure if I was going to share it today, but let's do it. I have gone through a lot of change in the past few weeks and it's changed that I could kind of feel coming, but I was kind of resistant to, cause I was like, this just feels like a lot. So I am someone that has struggled to release attachment. Attachment can be to anything, to people, to the way things should go, to the way things you, you know, you want to go, to 
um, just anything in life. Like we can attach so heavily onto everything and try and control it rather than just understanding that everything is happening the way it's supposed to. So I had this period where I knew that a lot of my clients were going to be um, breaking for the month of September. Uh, Some of them are traveling. Some of them needed to take a break financially. Some of them just wrapped up their time together. Some of them, um, you know, ended before I recommended they end. Like there was a variety of reasons, but I think I had like six or seven clients at once pause for the month of September. Some of them may come back. Some of them might not. And going from like 11 clients to four or five, four feels like a big drastic difference scheduling wise, financially, like everything. Now, as this was happening, my expenses started raising. (laughs) So it was like, my income was going, and my expenses were going, and what happens is that creates a lot of fear. Well, how am I going to pay all these expenses if my income is like, ooh? And so, okay, sorry, my client's watching me. I forgot to put it on do not disturb. Okay, so that could have been very valid reason to go into full fight or flight panic mode of like, holy fuck, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? How, 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 how? And in the past, I would have been like, oh, but I have faith. I have faith that it's working out. And to some extent, I did have faith, but the bigger part of me was kind of riddled with fear. And I would always think that I was feeling the fear. Like, you know, I would feel it to a certain extent, but it would still stay there. It wouldn't really shift. And enough times of doing this, of practicing feeling the fear, leaning into faith, like you get practice at it. And you get more and more and more just better at really being with fear and not just in a like, oh yeah, I'm being with fear, but in a very like real, oh, I feel fear. So three things happen. One, my, one of my um, coaches raised her rate. I actually asked her to raise her rate because that, that was a whole other conversation that I won't share today, but basically it, it was time. And I was like, yeah, please raise my rate. Like it's, it's time. I think it's going to be good. And then I hired a health coach. That was an investment. Then I hired a social media manager that was an investment. Then on top of all of that, I ended up finding my dream apartment. (laughs) So all these things are like super exciting. Right. And when we're talking about abundance and expansion, The universe is always going to, it's like this, this wave, right? Like think about like when you regulate your blood sugar and it's like, it's the same thing with, with expansion. So it's like, you're feeling the stretch, 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 stretch. It feels really scary. It feels really scary. Then you land for a little bit. And then you're landing and then the universe is like, okay, it's time to bring you to your next level of expansion. Then you're like, stretch, stretch, stretch. And then you land and then stretch, stretch, stretch. And then you land. And so I had been at the point where I had landed 
in safety. It was the first time that I was debt free, that I had a little bit of overflow. I had a savings for the first time in my life. Who knew having a savings pretty cool, right? <laughs> I've heard about this thing called savings, but I never had one before. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. So I landed, I was feeling good. I was feeling comfortable. I was feeling great with the level of clients I was having. And, you know, everyone has this fear that when you land in safety and goodness, it's like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop where it's just like all going to go away. But I think what actually is happening is that the universe is like, oh, you're good now to go to your next level of expansion. And so what would happen, sorry, there's a truck going by, it was very loud. What would happen is that I was now at this point where I was like feeling pretty comfy, da, 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 going through my day to day. And then the universe was like, okay, bitch, remember you have a vision. You have a big vision. We got to keep you moving. We're not just going to get too cozy here. And so I could have easily interpreted that as, you know, oh, the other shoe is dropping, but it's like, no, it's not the other shoe is dropping. It's that the universe is only going to give you what, it, what you feel safe to hold. And so I felt safe holding this. And then that came pouring down and I was like, okay, this is my opportunity to lean into actual faith. Faith is not when things are going great. Faith is when things look like they're not happening or they're crumbling down. Are you going to believe that you are still safe and okay and abundant and money is here to support you and the universe and God is here to support you? So I was like, okay, I have all these clients that are leaving. Little me would have, I used to would have, okay, Old me would have easily made that mean something about me. Oh my God, my clients are leaving. You know, my abandonment wound would have gotten triggered, yada, yada, yada. This time, none of that came up. It was just fear. It was like, okay, like this is a sign that I meant to not attach. I meant to just keep going, keep going, keep allowing new clients, new people that need my services to come in. And I shared this behind the scenes of my business and entrepreneurial journey because building a business brings out all of the trauma responses. It's just bringing it back to nervous system work. It all ties back to that. So I was feeling this fear. And then at the same time, as I was making these really scary investments, I just had this morning where I like fully just collapsed on my bed and I just let myself ball, like not in sadness, but in fear. I was just like, oh, I feel so much fear. And I would just like cry and cry and let it out and let it out. And then I was like, okay, you felt the fear. Now, how are you going to relate to this? I trust that this is happening because the universe is communicating to me that I'm ready for my next level. Now, how does this tie into acceptance is that I could have easily thought what was happening. I could have easily like attached onto those clients leaving and being like, oh my God, like you need to stay. I could have made it mean something about me. I could have gone down this rabbit hole of like, what am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. But no, I accepted. I accepted because with acceptance comes fear or pain or whatever, because you're not fighting your reality anymore. I accepted, oh, this is what is happening. How do I want to relate to it? I want to relate to it from a place of belief that it's all happening for me, that if I continue to take action and lean in and believe that it's all happening for me, that I can shift my energy around this. And that is exactly what I did. So within a span of 
let's see. So this fear came up and all this information came up before my trip to Hawaii. During the trip to Hawaii, I had my first reel go viral. That was the first thing. The second thing was I was taking action every day. I was like sharing about my services. I launched my new membership. And then I also had some addictive behaviors come up. So I knew that my nervous system wasn't fully quite feeling safe yet. And I was like, okay, this is information. And then I got home and I was like, okay, we're going to ground. We're going to settle back in. And as I'm like looking at my stripe and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a low month. And then I was like, nope, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. I get to choose how to relate to this. So I get to be with the fear that comes up. And then how do I want to relate to this? I want to relate to this by believing that the universe supports me, that abundance supports me, that money supports me, that the universe is going to reward the courage it took to hire the social media manager, to um, pay a higher rate to my mentor, to um, do this new apartment, which is $1,000 more a month in rent. And there was a part of me that was like, just take advantage of this cheaper rent, stay in your apartment longer. But I knew that I was ready to move. I have outgrown my town. I just am needing more peace and quiet. So I was like, there's no reason I would have found this apartment. I looked at so many apartments, none of them I had interest in moving in. This one, I, I walked in, I was like, oh my God, I'm home. Like I could just feel it. So is so good i'm drinking this new supplement and it like tastes like hot chocolate but it's 20 grams of plant protein and zero sugar amazing anyway <laughs> this is not an ad just a moment of appreciation so i come back and i'm continuing to just manifest like really the fear at this point is not really as strong and it's more just like manifesting like my mentor and I talked about really leaning into gratitude. And again, we can't lean into gratitude if there's that fear. So if I had that fear, I wouldn't be able to be like, oh, I'm so grateful, blah, blah. Like I had to first just allow myself and accept that the fear was there, not shame myself for it, not resist it, just allow that it's here. And when I did that, I allowed it to shift because acceptance always comes before change. And radical acceptance means that we're going to have to accept some emotions that may not feel great. But the more that we lean into accepting that, the more that we can feel them, the more that we feel them, the more that we heal them, the more that we allow them to move through. And then the more that we can shift our energy. So I really started leaning into gratitude. And I would start with just like the clients I had. I was like, I feel so grateful for the clients I have. And I thought about each of them individually. And I was like, wow, I'm so grateful to be working with them. And listen, we can write gratitude lists all day, every day. I write it every day. But if I'm not actually feeling that in my body, that gratitude list is not going to do shit for us. So I would really practice getting into my body. So I would take walks around the block and I would look at the palm trees and I would remember, wow, like, Remember when I lived in New York and I just dreamed about like having a block full of palm trees and now I do, or even when I'm in my apartment and I hear my crazy neighbor screaming and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could move, you know, before I got approved. I was like, I wish I could move. I wish I could move. And then I'm like, no, let's remember when you were living in your old apartment and you were so excited to live in this apartment and now here you are. And I would really anchor to the things about this apartment that I love. Like, I love this bright light. I love the way that I decorated it. I love that I have my little corner nook office. I love 
that it has space. I love that it's on the second floor, like really anchoring to what I love about it. And then like moments where my dogs would piss me off with barking and I'd be like, oh, I'm so annoyed that they're barking. It's like, okay, I can honor that. And also remember when I manifested having a second dog named Sky, I literally was like, in my gut knew I'm going to have a, a boy dog named Sky. And then I ran into him at the dog park. I wasn't out looking for a dog. He literally just fell in my lap. Like literally I was at the dog park. I was leaving. He was there in the little gate. I met him. And then the guy was like, oh, he's up for adoption. Like it just synchronistic, synchronistic. Like it was fucking crazy. So when we're so focused on where we're going, we forget to actually realize that where we currently are is usually a product of our manifestation, or even if we're in a place where we don't want to be, it's anchoring to any small moment of gratitude or safety. So meeting yourself where you're at. So I was leaning into this gratitude. I was really feeling it in my body. Like, wow, like I created this business. I moved to this country or <laughs> country. I moved to the state of California, like all these things. And then Sunday, so today is Wednesday. So a few days ago, I had one of the most abundant, crazy days of my life where like all of the gratitude and the feeling, the fear and the manifestation compounded into things happening back to back to back. So the first thing was I woke up to a message saying that my client was ready to work with me because she was a former group client and we had talked about starting work together, but she wasn't sure when, and we had kind of gone back and forth for a little bit. So I was like, just kind of giving her space to, you know, uh, reach out when it felt like the right time. She then paid the invoice right away. This is my second client at my, my higher rate, which my higher rate is double what I used to charge. So even that is just like, wow, I can't believe like or I can believe, but like, it still just feels wild that like, oh my God, there are people who are willing to pay this rate. It's just beautiful. It's so fucking crazy. And then right after that, I was going into my um, mastermind with my mentor who just walks over me. Hey, you're And then right before that, I got a email that I got an application for come home to yourself, the group that I'm enrolling for, for anxiously attached women and schedule the discovery call met with this woman she's like such a dream aligned fit um so waiting to hear back from her she may or may not be my first group member and I'm super excited I would love to work with her and then that night so this was like morning midday and then that night I had already applied for this dream apartment I had seen it Saturday morning I'd applied Saturday right afterwards and I wasn't expecting to hear back to like Monday or Tuesday, Sunday night, I like get off the couch. I'm like kind of in the middle of half, half asleep napping. I have to use the bathroom. I glance at my phone. I see, I have a missed call from her. So here I am thinking like, oh my God, is she going to ask me about my pets? Cause like California has a lot of like pet rent, crazy rules. I'm like, I don't want to pay pet rent. So I was like, is she going to ask me something about the dogs? Is like, she going to ask me something about money? Like, I don't know. I was just like, whatever. And so she was like, can you, you said you wanted October 15th. Can you make October 1st work? And I said, a thousand percent, I will figure out a way. Even if I need to pay double rent for a month, I will figure it out. And she's like, okay, then I choose you. And I was like, I got it. And I was competing against a lot of other people. Like there were, that open house is pretty full. 
And they were like two other couples there at the same time. One of them was pregnant. I thought maybe they would get it. So, but I just felt it. I like really felt it. It was mine. Like I imagined how I would start decorating it and like where I would put my furniture and all this stuff. And I just kept leaning into that feeling of like, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. If it's meant for me, it'll be like, what's meant for me won't miss me. And so this day just happened where it was like back to back to back. And the wildest part about all of this, like, oh, so crazy is that the rate that my mentor raised her rate to is the same amount that this new client paid me for. And then the payment from the come home yourself group member is almost the same amount as I paid the uh, social media manager. And then for, yeah, for the rent, for the new rent, um, I had that in my savings. So it was just like, it was like the universe was just confirming like, yes, yes, yes. Upgrade to the two bedroom upgrade to the social media manager, upgrade and paying your mentor more because that's where you guys have evolved to. Like people want the money, but they're not willing to invest the money because it feels terrifying. And this is with anything, not just money. People want the dream partner, but they're not willing to actually look at their own wounds that get in the way of attracting that partner. That's why I created my group, Come Home Yourself, because our anxious attachment wounds will sneakily, subtly get in the way of attracting a really secure partner. And we're like, we just want a secure partner, but how are you doing the work to become a securely attached person to attract a securely attached partner? So we want all of the things, but then we're not willing to do the work to become the person to attract it. And that's the thing is I had to become the person that could hold that level of faith of my income looks like it's dipping. My expenses look like they're shooting up. It looks like I'm going to have to go into a debt. And then I was like, no, I'm not available for debt anymore. I'm just not available for debt at this point in my life. For a good chunk of my life, I was very much available for it. But at this point in my life, I'm just not available for it anymore. And so how can I hold the belief that the reason I have seven clients leaving and the reason that I now have five clients that are here and more coming in, how can I believe that that's all actually supposed to happen, that it actually doesn't mean anything about me, and that it actually is for me? And when you're able to lean into that, which again, you can't lean into that if you're bypassing the very real fear that comes up because you're a human being where your nervous system is meant to protect you, and it can so easily go back into survival mode. If you're not feeling that very real fear, you're just gaslighting yourself. You're like, oh, I feel so grateful. It's like, but do you actually feel that in your body? And if not, that's okay. But then get curious around what's actually, what are you actually feeling in your body? What's actually coming up for you in your body? So just notice how that lands for you, right? Like we hear all the time, just be grateful, just do this, just think positively. Like, we can't gaslight ourselves. That's just not helpful. We have to feel how we're feeling. And if you don't feel safe to feel your emotions, work with me, hire support. That's literally what I'm here for. I am here to help you feel it, to heal it. I didn't just name my podcast that because it sounds cute. That's literally how my life has changed 
That is literally how I've created a life beyond my wildest dreams because I have learned to feel safe, to feel my emotions, to heal my emotions, to heal the wounds that needed to be healed. We can't bypass that. And our society is brilliant at trying to just go straight to the, well, I want this or I want that. Come back to the present moment. What is in this present moment? What is actually happening in this present moment? I was talking to my client about this fear of running out of time. And I totally related to this. I said, the old me was so terrified of running out of time. I almost died when I was four and a half. And it gave me this urgency of like, oh my God, I almost lost my life. And so now I have to make the most of every moment. And I have to just like fully live. And like, I have to make my second chance worth it. And I was putting all this pressure. But in reality, time is made up just like money is made up, just like anything is made up, race, gender, like all of these things. Someone just woke up one day and was like, oh, this is going to be a thing. But if you understand faith and God and how the universe works and energy, and I'm not a religious person at all, but I am, I have felt safe enough to deepen my spirituality because of processing my trauma, I was not able to genuinely lead into spirituality and release control and believe in God and all these things without processing my trauma because my control was too strong. And again, leaning into spirituality doesn't mean we just sit back and do nothing. It means we take that inspired action, but then we have to have faith to back it up. So when you understand how the universe works and how energy works, the soul never dies, right? We have many, many lifetimes. I am a very old soul. I've had many, many lifetimes. And you might also have had many lifetimes. And it just continues. Like, it's infinite. It's like we have lifetime. Then we die. Then we reincarnate. Then it's lifetime. And then we die. Then we reincarnate. And then it's lifetime. And then it like never, literally never ends. Sometimes I think about it. I'm like, wow, it never ends. Like, it's just infinite. And so... We are meant to experience the lessons of our soul's journey in this lifetime. And we can't rush those. The more that we fight them, the more what we resist persists. The more we fight them, the more they persist. So the more I was like, oh my God, I want to, you know, um, have this audience. I want to have this income. I want to have this impact. I want to make a difference. I want to do all this stuff but that I'm not meeting myself where I'm at. I'm just further disconnecting myself from where I want to go. Whereas if I just show, if I start showing up as her now, as a person that has that level of faith, as that person that has all the clients wanting to work with her as a person that, yeah, like works with bigger numbers because you say you want to be wealthy, but then you're not willing to actually like experience larger numbers and so everything's a reflection back to us. So if I'm saying, oh, I want to be a multimillionaire and be a healer and help people and have my impact grow as grow, have my income grow as my impact grows and have those correlate with each other, how am I supposed to do that if I'm not willing to, to grow and play with the, those bigger numbers? And so I had to hold the faith of like, I am this person that invests thousands of dollars in this thing and receive thousands of dollars for this thing. And if I'm judging something saying, oh, that's too much money to spend, how the fuck am I supposed to be someone to hold that much? Right. And this, you can apply this with anything in your life, but money is one of the most intimate relationships we have in life. 
your your relationship with money mirrors your relationship with yourself, your relationship with God, your relationship with your loved ones. Because what is money? It's an energy exchange for how we survive and how we thrive and how we are supported in living out our desires. So if you're avoiding your money, you're avoiding your desires. If you're avoiding your money, you're avoiding yourself. So it all comes back to acceptance. It all comes back to what are the things that I'm avoiding by attaching onto fantasy land and how can I come back to this present moment, meet myself where I'm at, trust that I'm exactly where I need to be. And the sooner I stop fighting where I am, the sooner I stop fighting where I, you know, how I actually feel, the more that I actually will shift and leap into what I want. But all of that happens through the present. So a lot of people in manifestation talk about, well, you don't need to go back to the past, but the past is going to come up in the present and how you're relating to the present. That's why we have to process the past. So it's not that we go back to the past and we just stay here and we hang out here. It's that in each present moment, what's coming up from the past that I need to process and release so that I actually can use the present moment as a portal to get to where I want to go that much sooner. Not in a sense of rushing or urgency, but in a sense of I'm so present in this present moment. I'm grounded. I am just like dripping with gratitude and just abundance and love and connection to myself that because of that, I'm then able to just build off of that, build momentum off of that. But the universe is never going to give us something outside of ourselves that we need to be finding within. It's the other way around. It's we find it within and then we build off of that so that it spills out externally, not the other way around. So let me know how this is all landing for you. I need to let my cat in. So we're going to wrap this up in just a few moments. But let me know how this is landing for you. For those that are watching live, do you have any questions that I can answer before we wrap up? If any questions come up, feel free to DM me. And if you are ready to get out of survival mode, we do not need to be in survival mode. But until you actually feel the historical pain that was stored in your body as energy, physical energy in your tissues, in your muscles, in your body, notice what your body's communicating. Do you always have 10 shoulders? Do you always have migraines? Do you always have gut issues? What are your medical symptoms? Those are indications of where your emotions are being stored and there needs to be space for them. But just like a soda bottle, it can only fizz so much, it's going to explode eventually. So when I healed my trauma, I stopped getting sick because I didn't have all of the stored pain that was causing illness in my body. So listen to what your body is communicating. It's a signal. It's always communicating to you. And I know all this is easier said than done. So meet yourself where you're at, take baby steps, lean in and ask, how would I relate if I were relating through radical acceptance, meeting myself where I am, loving all parts of myself, the shame, the parts that feel hard to love, the parts that are just stemming from this root of my inner child feeling scared of abandonment, scared of loneliness, scared of life. And how would I relate to her? If 
I were relating from a place of understanding that root. There's a root for everything. So for those of you who have validation wounds like I do, practicing validating your own feelings that if you're feeling a certain way, it's for a reason. There's a reason and a root for everything. Give me anything and I will tell you the root for it. It always stems back. Childhood, trauma, nervous system. If it's not in this lifetime, it's the past lifetime. If it's not the past lifetime, it's a lifetime before that. There's always a root. And when we can normalize all the things that make us human, we can actually meet all those parts of ourselves with deep acceptance, love, and compassion. And through that, or through shame, like I know there's a saying of like, you can't shame yourself into change, but when you actually face your shame and feel your shame and say, oh, I don't want to relate like this anymore. And I can have compassion for why I'm relating this way. That's the golden ticket to change. But if you're shaming yourself, just being hard on yourself without actually looking at the root of why you're behaving a certain way, then no, you're not actually tending to the root and then it won't shift. So if you are ready to get out of survival mode, I have three ways of doing this work right now. I have both of my signature group healing programs open for enrollment up until the first week of November. So come home to yourself. Bam. This is my marketing for it. My tattoo. <laughs> it is a four month, so 16 session group with 12 modules teaching you everything you need to know about healing anxious attachment, inner child, abundance, creating your life vision, money, love, intimacy, sex, everything that you could possibly know about healing anxious attachment. And we do 12 modules and then four weeks of integration. And this is a small intimate group of women where I'm doing a deep dive processing with each woman in the group. And then you're getting Monday through Friday Slack support. So if you get triggered in between session, if you want to share something exciting that happened, whatever you want to share, whatever you need support on, I am here. The group is here. And then Real Men Heal is my men's group. It's a three-month men men's group healing program with my co-leader, Anna. We are both clinically trained therapists who have left the, well, I have left the traditional therapy world and I'm now doing my full healing coaching business full time. Anna is still in both worlds. So best of both worlds. And we dive deep into the root, reparenting little you, getting you out of survival mode, processing that pain that is stuck in your body somatically and helping you feel lighter, more connected to your true authenticity, helping you feel free. That is what I want. I want everyone to feel free. Feel free to just be, feel free to be their most authentic selves. So much. So this work is everything. And then the third way is my membership. It's the lowest way to work with me, lowest cost. It's $111 a month or $3.70 per day. So like cheaper than a latte. And it's called Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. We have a monthly masterclass, we have Q&As, we have um, a Facebook group for support, and then there's a second tier where you can access all of my programs. So you can do the courses self-led and then come to the Q&As for questions and getting that, um, that uh, just more individualized attention than you would on something like Morning Tea Live or podcast or Instagram. So those are the three ways to do this work. Please head to the link in my bio to look at all the things. DM me with any questions. I love you all so, so much. Thank you for being here. Take time to come home to yourself and know that you are safe to choose you today and always.
keep coming back to the present, keep leaning into acceptance, keep feeling the feelings that come up as you lean into acceptance and know that acceptance is the gateway to change. Love you, love you, love you. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.